Hey D, hey Harrison. Uh, I've been told you can hook people up with uh, body parts. Um, I'm looking for a an Arabian midget's left testicle. Asking for a friend. Batman villain. Listen, living, listening to Synchronon. Sick and wrong. Yes, you're listening to Sick and Wrong. The Sick and Wrong, the world source for antisocial commentary. God, what a bunch of scumbags. Good evening. Welcome to Sick and Wrong, the world source for antisocial commentary. I'm one of your hosts, D. Simon. I am Harrison. Harrison, uh, what's cracking there? Are you uh, getting ready for the uh, the, the big uh, vacation? I am. Yeah, I you're going to be... How long are you gone for? Like two weeks? Nah. A nah. Week and, just a little over a week. A little over a week. Mm. Going to... Uh, where, where? Europe? You want to Malta? Malta. Yeah. Why Malta? I, I randomly chose it. Is I'm it... bad at like booking travel and, you know? It was just like, if I don't pick randomly pick something now... It's never going to happen, so I picked it. Is Malta, like, where's Malta? Is it by Italy or is it by it's Spain? In the Mediterranean. It's, yeah, kind of near Sardinia. Huh. Yeah. And so they, had some, they had some knights there once. They had a falcon. A falcon. Uh, yep. They had, uh, you know, a bunch of stuff. Hmm. They, you um, can also go to the uh, set of the Robin Williams uh, Popeye film. It's still there. They, they why, why would they film that in Malta? I don't know. Could you film that like pier, probably, or any like the Santa Monica pier or something? I don't understand that. That would probably be way more expensive. Um, but yeah, they still have the village, and but they'll have like skinny, you know, fucking Albanian guys dressed up like Bluto, being like, "Hi, Popeye, I kill you with you know spinach," and you take a picture with him or whatever. Did Shelley Duvall play olive oil in that? Yes, she sure as shit did. It was the part she was born to play. She she really did look a lot yeah. like olive oil, or born she does. Born to play it. Yeah, 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 especially. Who played Bluto? I don't remember. God. But huh. I, I mean, I, most people don't remember that movie. I mean, fucking Harry Nielsen did the soundtrack. That was wow, Harry Nielsen? I didn't even know that. Yeah. Wow. He was he needed money. He lost, like he had, he was one of those guys who had a manager that just like disappeared with all his money. And then he's like, oh, shit, I need to make some money. So, <laughs> so that was one Popeye of, sound. Did, was yeah, there yeah. a theme song for Popeye? I'm sure there was. And, uh, yeah, I, just I mean, it was a musical, that movie. Yeah, I think he did all the music. Oh, that was a musical? Mm. Well, the new Popeye doesn't even have a pipe. He's got a whistle. I didn't even know they're making... Why, why, yeah. why are they remaking Popeye? Because somebody owns the rights to it, and they're like, well, might as well do something. Who's going to be in that? Let's make it hip for the kids. No, it's a cartoon. Oh, it's a cartoon. Oh, okay. yeah. I was thinking it was live action. That's yeah. what they do now. It's like it's all got to be live action. Fucking Lion King. or and That's not live action, but it's like just... Mm. Lion King is just Uncanny Valley, that whole thing. I, I don't know. Right. I, I mean, don't know how I feel you, about that. Like with the, you know, I, I, why don't they like modernize it where it's like, oh, you know, he vapes and he's like a SoundCloud rapper. He's like... You know, he's got his little like weird patois. I'm a mumble rapper. Incorporates it into his thing, yeah. Instead of spinach, it's just vape. Yeah. That's what does it. Yeah. I could could see that. I could see that working. And Bluto would be like a, you know, his his rival mumble rapper. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, Yeah. he'll have like a, like a very berry 
crunch flavored, you know, vape. Uh, but you know what they would do though? They would thing. add like, you know, some kind of CG to him so it looked like his forearms are abnormally large and right. it just looks weird and creepy. You, you Although know, I, was, I don't know, I'm sure there's some, you know, like fucking facial tattooed SoundCloud rapper in Florida that due to birth defects has large forearms, you know? It's not you know, that I bet outrageous. you Riff Raff, Riff Raff could play Popeye. Yeah. I bet. Um, you know, I was thinking the other day, do you remember that movie, The Planet of the Apes remake by Tim Burton? Yes. And uh, Mark Wahlberg played the, the main character. Yeah. And Helena Bonham Carter was like mm-hmm. the, the female protagonist, but she was like yeah. an ape. She was an ape, yeah. Would you have fucked that ape? <laughs> what does that have to do? I don't even remember what we're even talking about now. No, I'm saying it's Uncanny Valley, like because she had a lot of CG on her to make her look like this ape that could speak, but at the same time, she still was kind of feminine. So well, I, remember- I tell you what I would. I tell you what I would fuck. Um, the uh, do you remember the the um, it was like a leopard girl that Fruza Balk played in the Island of Doctor Moreau film? Oh yeah. You I know, definitely had sex with her. That was a weird movie. Do you remember how, like, the original director Brando wouldn't work with him anymore? Yeah, yeah. And then they got rid of him, and they mm-hmm. brought in—I forget who they brought in to finish the movie. Yeah. But the yeah. original director was this like first-time director. This was his first shot. He was from like Australia. He was the guy who Zealand. did hard. He did hardware, and he yeah. did. Uh, yeah, he's actually. I, I like that guy a lot. He's a weird guy. But there's a documentary on the yeah, making of that movie, and did yeah. he like come to the set and stalk them? He, yeah, he came to the set dressed as, up as one of the animals. As one of the animal animals man. to try to get back Even on the he set was like after he was legally fired. legally not allowed to be there. Yeah, he was yeah. fired and was removed from the set. Yeah. It's, yeah, I forget the name. I think it's... it's I forget the name of the, the, the documentary, but it's re- that's, a, that's a bizarre film. Yeah. Val Kilmer. I, okay, I can definitely say that I probably would have not have sex with ape... Helena Bottom Carter. Okay, huh? but you're but you're pansexual. Does that apply to ape females? It sometimes does. It, it can apply to humanoids of of varying capacities, but uh, but not animals. I, well, it depends. well, she's a humanoid though. She's humanoids. not really an animal. Yeah, she's a humanoid. But I'm gonna pass on this one. <laughs> you know, I use I use the you know gentleman's discretion and just politely pass on this one. Like, what is it? She's too hairy. Is it just uh, too simian? I just don't like that, you know. She looks too much like fucking Zira from the old Planet of the Apes. And yeah, like, it, I didn't want to fuck her either. Creepy. My God, I bet you'd have you fucked know? the shit out of Doctor Zayas. Maybe, <laughs> you know. I mean, he had that really cool leather jacket, you know. Remember? Well, the reason I'm bringing this up is this okay. is something that you probably do need to consider, need to think about, because uh, in uh, China, they mm. developed the first human monkey chimera. Did you know this? Um, I, I, yeah, I heard it mentioned. So, you know, it, it goes without saying that, you know, maybe in the future we might have a humanoid monkey person. Right. And you might end up like being in a sexual situation with one. So it's good to prepare yourself for this type of thing. Okay. I don't know if it'll happen in our lifetime, but maybe. I'm not sure. That that seems like a, like a real random purpose uh for something that probably co- i imagine costs a lot of money and manpower you well know? you know there is actually a, a a purpose for them to do this so mm-hmm. what they aim to do is grow transplantable human organs from primate mm-hmm. embryos right so they produce embryos containing both human and monkey cells 
Uh, this project was done in China rather than the U.S., uh, where the project leader is actually based to avoid legal issues because, uh, you know, here it's against the law to do this. Uh, but the, uh, the scientist that's spearheading the, uh, the, the project, his name is Juan Carlos Izpisua Belmonte of the Salk Institute in San Diego, uh, has scientists from his own lab and, uh, and some from uh, the Murcia uh, University in Spain, and they're working at a lab in China to develop these chimeras which are organisms composed of cells from two or more species that are capable of growing human organs. I see. And yeah, they've actually accomplished this. They, they've tried to do this in the past with pig and sheep embryos, but uh, I guess these animals are too, too genetically distant from humans, whereas primates are more closely related and uh, offer more promise here. But of uh, course, the ultimate goal of this endeavor is to make sure that we're all systematically executed by ape men, right? Because that's really the only way I see this fucking ending. And that's exactly what's going you to know? happen. Well, I think what's going to happen is it's going to be like, we're going to, we're going to create one. They say yeah. it's just organs, but then eventually it's going to, you know, it's going to become an organism, a, a, a human, and then it's going to gain sentience, and the next thing you know, it's going to be asking you questions. Like, have you seen the, the, the new Planet of the Apes with Caesar? Yeah, yeah, sure. Alan Serkin's character. Mm. And it's like, yeah, and then he starts talking with this weird English accent, and yeah. you're just like, He's what's going like, on? No! You know? <laughs> no! Be like, hey, could you uh, make me an old-fashioned... No! <laughs> Freak everybody out, you know? Well, I think what they want is a little helper monkey that they can, like, bark orders to. Right. Which would be kind of nice. Um, should a human-animal hybrid, though, develop a human-like nervous system capable of consciousness or be brought to term and display human-like behaviors, then we're going to have some ethical consequences. And I think that's why the National Institute of Health here in the U.S. forbids use of federal funds to create uh, human monkey embryos. We have China doesn't care. There's an ethical issue just with chimpanzees themselves, I feel, you know? If you have, if you, if you, right? And if you have something half chimpanzee, half human, it's going to be smarter than a chimpanzee. Well, it'd be smarter for a chimpanzee, self. but it'd be like, uh, you know, about as smart as, like, intelligent as a rotundo. Still, we, we don't go fucking bur- stealing their organs, do we? Well, not yet. Not yet. But soon. Yeah, so. <laughs> so, so far, the human primate embryos have only been allowed to develop for a few weeks before organs have actually formed. Um, and and it, it's interesting, too, because scientists have have differing attitudes about it. So this, uh, this scientist here, Robin Lavelle Badge, who's a developmental biologist uh, from London, she says, I don't think it's particularly concerning in terms of ethics because you're not taking them far enough to have a nervous system or develop. It's just a ball of cells. Mm. But tell that to a pro-lifer. Right. I mean, well, what would a pro-lifer think about this? Messing uh, with nature. It, what would an angry chimpanzee mother think about this? Well, isn't that, isn't that isn't this what kind of, uh, Dr. Moreau did? Yes. Or is, well, yeah. What was he? He made he a Saint transfiguration. Man. He made right? all sorts of shit. Transmogrification. Transmogrification. He was yeah. yeah. He was like taking pieces of like a Saint Bernard and putting the human. But wasn't he like actually surgically attaching like a Saint yeah, Bernard? Yeah, he had a weird a surgical procedure. Yeah, um, that, that kind of only made sense in terms of like 19th century speculative <laughs> fiction, you know. So beyond organ production, this research could address questions of evolutionary distance between species and investigate 
you know, mechanisms in molecular biology. But the, the main thing is to treat disease and to produce organs. They just want to make progress for the sake of people who might have a disease. And that's what they claim. Mm. But I think they're really trying to make a, an advanced species. They're trying to make, like, I think human, human Z's is really what they're trying to make. Right. And now this term human Z was coined by a evolutionary psychologist named Gordon Gallup. I actually reached out to this guy. He's like, like 80 years old and he teaches a professor of psychology at the University of Albany. And I wow. reached out to him to see if he'd come on the show. I think he probably uh, maybe looked up the name. I didn't, I didn't actually wow. say it was Sick and Wrong Podcast, but okay. I don't know. He never responded to say the least. Mm. Can't say I blame him. Although we're pretty respectful with our guests, we are actually. You know, yeah. So, and oftentimes, you know, I'll email, like the, the the woman that we had that was the ranger, she had concerns about being on a show called Sick and Wrong. But after actually, right. like, I wrote her an explanation and sent her a couple clips from some other interviews. She's like, "Oh wow!" And then she yeah. was like, "Wow, that was one of the better interviews I've done." So I was there like, oh, "That's kind of cool." Yeah. So uh, evolutionary psychologist Gordon Gallup coined the term human Z, which refers to a human chimp crossbreed. And he says that this scientifically possible hybridization was actually attempted in the 20th century. There is a human chimpanzee hybrid born in a Florida lab 100 years ago. What? Before being killed by panicked doctors. Have you ever heard this? No. I don't. I mean, I don't know if it's true. Yeah. As, I mean, I don't know how you'd really prove this, but Gallup, who actually he was the guy who developed the uh, famous mirror self recognition test, which proved primates could acknowledge their own reflection. Yeah. He, he claims that his former university professor told him that a human Z baby was born in a research facility where he used to work in Orange Park, Florida. They did I this the back Russians in the twenties. One in the twenties, though. Well, they did actually. I'm going to get to this. Oh. Not only the Russians oh. did, the Chinese did too. But this was like back in the 1920s in the United States, and uh, it was the first primate research center in Orange Park, Florida. They inseminated a female chimpanzee with human semen from from an undisclosed donor, and claimed not only that pregnancy occurred, but the pregnancy went full term and resulted in a live birth. And this is the origin of the Florida man. <laughs> I don't know yeah. about that, but <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be right. surprised. Um, but in a matter of days or a few weeks, they began to ponder the moral and ethical considerations and they euthanized it. But they said it was living and it was a, a hybrid chimp human, human Z. They hadn't stopped before that point to think about the ethical quandaries that arrived. I mean, it's the 1920s. It's like, you know, I mean, I'm surprised they weren't... Yeah, I'm, I'm, I actually wonder how they inseminated the female chimpanzee. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Was it uh, artificial insemination? I don't, I don't know. I mean, it's the 1920s. You can get away with a lot more there. Okay. Um, he says that, uh, that his uh, professor who worked there um, and uh, eventually moved to Emory University in Atlanta. Georgia said that this was completely true, and he was a credible scientist in his own right. But I don't know how you could prove this. You know, just some old man, some professor saying that this happened. But hey, maybe. But you're yeah. right, though. The Russians actually did this. Uh, the most infamous human Z project was conducted by Russia biologist Ilya Ivanov, also in the 1920s. They tried and failed to create a Soviet super soldier using human sperm 
and female chimps. So they were actually, yeah, they were actually trying to make a super soldier back in like 1920s. Was this like a Stalin thing? That sounds like classic Stalin. It's just like we're going to make, so they're like monkey-human hybrids. Yeah, I mean, they'll rip your face off. They're jumping up, jumping all over the place, you know? And they got, you know, like a chimpanzee has the strength skates. of like seven men. Yeah, they got roller yeah. skates. Yeah. Train them how to use machine guns. I mean, in the, in the Planet of the Apes, those apes could ride horses. Yeah. Remember that? And then in Lancelot Link, he was a detective. Oh, yeah? Yeah. So Soviet biologist Ilya Ivanov presented a controversial idea to the World Congress of Zoologists. He hypothesized the possibility of creating a mammalian hybrid unlike anything the world had ever seen. So he used the sperm of a human in the body of a chimp, and he birthed a new species. He said it was the missing link between human and apes. Yeah. And so when he presented his idea... He didn't think it would really gain traction, but to his surprise, several scientists were like, this is a great idea. We, we're going to fund this. Let's move forward with the plans. And so for the next yeah, 10 yeah, years... Yeah, I heard Mark Cuban was a big fan. <laughs> he was on Shark Tank. He was pitching yeah, yeah. the idea. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mark Cuban's like, I'm investing in that. Mm. Uh, for the next 10, 10 years, he formulated plans and researched artificial insemination to learn if it was possible, and finally he was ready. And beginning in the 20s, Ivanov started carrying out his experiments. First, he took human sperm and female chimpanzees, though he ultimately failed to create a sustainable pregnancy. Then he tried a more controversial method by introducing chimpanzee sperm to human females. And that actually Uh, worked. hmm. But uh, because of the death of the last chimp, they ended up uh, halting the experiments. Where do you do that? On the subway? (laughs) I, I just wonder, like, yeah. were these women like, I'm going to volunteer for this? Or is it something like, you're going to be in Gulag or take the monkey sperm? Yeah. You know, it's like, I wonder how much choice they actually had. Yeah. And I actually wonder, do you think Putin's doing this right now? <laughs> Probably. Uh, do he's, the, got him, he's got him. He's got him. I mean, he's got them all at 100 typewriters, you know? <laughs> so... <laughs> Um, due to the controversial nature of the experiment, so even of eventually came under scrutiny and, uh, it seemed like a lot of people became sour, soured on the work that was happening and then questioning the moral and ethics of it all as people do. And in 1930, he was arrested and exiled. Two years later, 1932, he died from a stroke, which is odd to me. So like, where was he exiled to? Did we get him here in the U S that's a good question. I don't know. Yeah. But he died of a stroke. However, hmm. the, uh, the um, experiments, though, lived on. So there have been other attempts, so, such as in uh, Maoist China in 1967, a female primate, be- primate became pregnant with a human hybrid, only to die from neglect after the lab scientists were forced to abandon the project because of the uh, outbreak of the Cultural Revolution. So they actually impregnated one successfully with human Jeez. sperm. And then we're just like, ah, you know what? Fuck it. And just kind of left it. And then it died. Fucking Mao, man. You know? <laughs> but he's then, always, in, uh, you know, he's always like, fuck, he fucked up the pigmen, everything. Yeah, I know. It's like, you, know? you see, I wouldn't, but they were just trying to make like a, just a monkey human hybrid, probably because it was like year of the monkey or something. But at least the Russians were like, we're going to actually like militarize these creatures. Yeah. Like, they're making, like, you know, super soldiers. I'm surprised Hitler didn't try this. 
Well, what was the name of the fucking? Didn't they they send the chimp into space, right? The the Soviets. I think yeah, I think they did. Yeah, yeah. But I don't know if it ever mutated into. I don't. It wasn't like a monkey, like a human Z that they sent. I think it was just an actual monkey. Hmm. Or at least that's what we think. You know who knows? Um, so the term human Z became kind of popular in the seventies after the emergence of a famous chimpanzee. Well, possible human Z named Oliver who was a bald chimp who walked on his hind legs. He was a biped. Have you ever heard of this guy, this, uh, this chimpanzee, Oliver? Um, no, I don't think so. So Oliver, and you could look up, I mean, there's pictures of it. This chimpanzee literally walked on his hind legs. Mm. And uh, I was looking into it, and people thought he was a chimpanzee because he had different features than a typical chimp. So Oliver kind of had a weird, like it's kind of a tragic life, which I think a lot of animals do. But but the the thing about chimpanzees, they don't have like a the lifespan of a dog. I mean, they live to be like fifty five or sixty. Mm. You know, so Oliver lived to be fifty five years old before he died. Um, but if he first came to like widespread public attention in seventy six, when he was part of a traveling animal act, this guy named Frank Berger bought him for like $10,000. They said that he had mm. been obtained in Zaire, like in uh, the Dem- now the Democratic Republic of Cond- Congo, uh, but no one really knew where he came from. Uh, but the thing is, though, Oliver just seemed different than the other chimps that Berger had, and mainly because Oliver never accepted, he was never accepted by the other chimps, and he couldn't be trained to perform with them. Instead, he just walked around on his hind legs. He sat cross-legged on chairs, and he, was, he would help Berger's wife, Janet, with chores around the house. But then things started getting weird between Oliver and Janet. Oliver fancied Janet. And I guess he tried to mate with her on several occasions. Which I think he should have just went with that. But apparently Janet got upset and was like, I'm done with this whole hobby of yours with a monkey, the weird monkey human. And either he goes or I'm going. So, she was uh, a regular chimpanzee. No, no, that was the guy's wife. That what? was the owner oh of the chimpanzee. What? Oh my God. Yeah, Frank Berger, who was the owner of this traveling animal act, he purchased Oliver. And Oliver didn't get along with the other chimps. Instead, he wanted to like sit on the chair cross-legged, help Berger's wife out with her chores. And eventually... Well, at least he didn't rip her face off. You know? Well, he tried to mount her a couple times, apparently. Yeah. Um, so anyway, he was like, she gave him an ultimatum and as women do with their husband's weird hobbies. Gotta For a second, my... I thought you meant she gave the ape an ultimatum. <laughs> <laughs> what? Um, yeah. Sexual ultimatum? Yeah. No, she was like, she wasn't into it. She was not into uh, his foreplay or, or any of the, uh, you know, the, uh, the, the sexy music that he put on. Yeah. He'd put on a Commodore song and try to sex her Roller up. skating around the room, flinging <laughs> skating everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> but it was not only his behavior that distinguished Oliver from other chimps, but he was bald and he had a small egg-shaped cranium, which is weird because most chimps have like a larger, flatter, hairier head. And he also had like, like a jaw that was more humanoid in appearance. I mean, you can look at a picture of him. I'll post it to the site. Yeah. I was looking but at he it. had like rounded ears and even freckles. Hmm. So people thought like he didn't even look like a chimp. The other weird thing is they say Oliver didn't have any body odor, which chimps usually have some kind of, you know, animal smell. Hmm. But uh, Oliver didn't really have a body odor. And so the media started speculating 
that he like you know that that there was something odd about this chimp and i think who uh you know whoever purchased him at the time was taking advantage of this because now they can uh you know be like hey, we got a human z and so he was being taken around and uh show you know shown by like these traveling animal acts and so uh, the owner here, Miller, took him to Japan in the mid-70s, and they did blood tests, and they said that Oliver had 47 chromosomes, one more mm. than humans, one less than chimps. So mm. they claimed that he wasn't actually a chimp. They said he was a Down syndrome chimp. But then, oh. yeah, like a mutant form of chimp, hmm. like a new subspecies. So other, other people uh, were saying that he was like a cross between a bonobo and a chimp. Like mm. a pygmy chimp. But the most radical media speculation... The bonobo apes are actually like nice, cool apes, from what I understand. Aren't, like they, chimps aren't are, they like the are, homosexual chimps are just apes? fucking brutal pieces of shit. They're real dicks. And they're, they can be cannibals, too. Yeah, they'll rip your goddamn face off. Or just they'll rip like your fucking, balls off. Rip your balls off, and then fuck the hole that yeah. they made from ripping your balls off. And then you eat know, your face off. Yep. They don't even care. They don't give a shit. Bonobos, they just like fucking each other all day. They don't want. They don't even bother uh, with violence. Are, are bonobos like the uh, the uh, bisexual uh, monkeys? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It's just a big, you know, big orgy. A limbs akimbo. Big, big, you know, <laughs> big monkey orgy. So yeah. most radical of the media speculation was that Oliver was the offspring of the chimpanzee human mating, mm. and they went with it. They went with this, so everyone thought that he was. And uh, he was the missing link, and he was a human Z. Eventually, he was sold to this uh, village in the 70s called the, this California theme park called the Enchanted Village, where people could go see him, and they're like, he's a human Z. And then in, like 80, in the 80s, 70, late 70s and 80s, he kind of fell out of uh, the public eye. But then in, like, 89, they sent him... This is how fucked up people treat monkeys. They sent him to uh, a Pennsylvania lab that leased out animals for scientific and cosmetic testing. Mm. So for the next, like, I don't know, eight years, he was in just a seven-by-five-foot cage, and his muscles became atrophied, and his limbs trembled. But then in 96, they, uh, they, I guess they rescued him, and they put him in an animal sanctuary where he, uh, was, he uh, ended up getting a female chimpanzee companion named Raisin. Mm. He returned to good health. Lived, uh, but I heard the life. I heard the foundation really brought out his cheekbones though. Yeah, <laughs> so they probably, yeah, at least probably there was did. That. Yeah, yeah, well, that was the thing. He kind of didn't look, you mm. know, he, he kind of looked like a weird chimp. But after you know yeah. some of the foundation, some of the mascara, blush, the chimp started a a, blush. You know, yeah, the chimps finally accepted him. But mm. it was that year in '96 when he was at this animal sanctuary that they actually examined Oliver. Turned out mm. he had the regular 48 chromosomes that all chimps had. Oh. They also said that they looked at uh, his DNA, and his DNA was very similar to most regular chimpanzees, um, just the Central African subspecies of common chimpanzee. And they said that, the, that his other like, physical attributes, I guess he was toothless, which they thought was like part of him being a human Z, but mm. in actuality, his teeth had been ripped out of his mouth. Oh. Maybe so he wouldn't bite your face off. That's a good, yep. Yeah. Uh, they said mm-hmm. that uh, he had this, he didn't share the strikingly projecting jaw of other chimps because I guess he had like a deformed maxilla mm. and like a, a underdeveloped temporal musculature. Um, and then they said that the reason he uh, walked, you know, on a, he was a biped is because it was conditioned. He was conditioned. He was trained to be a bipedal or bipedal chimp. So, I mean, all of this was, and so that's the thing. He was never like a human Z. 
So, I mean, that, that whole speculation was, was incorrect. And so, yeah, in June 2012, not even that long ago, Oliver died of old age, 55 years old. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, that's, a, that's the thing. Oliver uh, lived to be a good life. But, but the thing is, though, humans and chimps share 95% of their DNA sequence. Whoa. Yeah, which is, uh, I mean, if you think about it, it's kind of messed up. So of, of all the available evidence, fossil, paleontological, biochemical, including DNA, humans can breed with gorillas and orangutans. What? They can. That's what. But uh, it, like, it only works like what? One, one out of every... Well, who knows? I mean, I don't oh. know how often they've done it, but they said that, uh, you know, like they can make human-gorilla hybrids. So it's like if you look at a, or a human-orangutan hybrid, I guess you yeah. could call a harangue. A orangutan, harang, yeah, or a gorilla. <laughs> yes, but I mean, but that's the thing. It's like you know, their uh, their DNA is that close that you could theoretically breed a human and a chimp. So I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know if China's China's saying that they're doing it to make transplantable human organs, but I think there might be a more nefarious reason. If you ask me, an ape army. I don't know. Hmm. Maybe, uh, but we, we might never know with this trade war. We're not going to be able to buy any of these human chimps. No, we're not. It's going to be a real shame, you know? But there's a whole host of ethical debates coming up here. I mean, would it be able to reason? Could it function more like an ape or a human? Could it speak? I mean, if you it watch... probably speak. Well, if you I watch the like... Planet of the Apes movie, they have that weird voice. It's like, no. Yeah. Yeah, right, like... right, yeah in the last one, they had that guy's like, I'm bad ape. <laughs> I, you remember him? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but the, I, I read yeah. the statistic here, though, and end on this. It's important to note that while it may seem significant that humans share much of the same DNA with chimpanzees, humans also share about fifty percent of their DNA with a banana. So maybe that's oh. what we should try to hybridize. I love it. A human banana. Bananas in pajamas. A human Anna. That's movie. what we need. What about pigmen? Where where we? Yeah. They, I feel well, like they really dropped the ball with that. They said you know? we're, but they said pigmen are kind of genetically distant from us, pigs and sheep, like too. But I mean, who knows? Once we break through with a human Z, why not breed the human Z with a pig? Yeah, and then we'll have a pigman. We need a pigman. You know? I'm I'm into like these animal human hybrids. I think it would make life more interesting. Yeah, although there are a lot of humans that kind of look like animals and not the the pig man we deserve but the pig man we need right now the the know? pig man we need right now That's exactly right. i agree uh people's episode 699 here is sick and wrong that's crazy we are one episode away from 700 and you're gonna be here and you're it. not even gonna what be you're gonna up, be like up, up. i'm gonna be in the malta and then the uk you're gonna be us. like sitting there like uh yeah. you know chatting up olive oil in malta yeah. Missing episode 700. I don't even know what I'm going to do yet. Yeah. But uh, yeah, next week. So it's episode 69 here, 699, Sick and Wrong. We have news stories coming up next. Phone calls after that. But first, here's a word about our Patreon page. Hey, guys, it's Stephen again. Just calling from Evan through a miracle of cybernetic processes. Just to say, thanks for creating your Patreon page. I love to kick back and smoke a fat one with my boy Carl Sagan. While we listen to the extra phone calls and stories we get all the time. Anyway, talk soon. 
Love you. Bye. The first story we have here has to do with a Brazilian gang leader who dressed as a woman, or basically he dresses his daughter, uh, to try to break out of prison. Uh, we uh, have quite yes, a few I heard people. About that one. Yeah, it's quite a few up. people turn, uh, sent this one in, also posted yeah. on the Facebook page. Um, this is kind of like Escape from Danamora, yeah. But if they cross dress as Patricia Arquette's character, yes, <laughs> that was such a good show. I kind of want to watch that again. It she, was. she should. Did she get an Emmy for that? She was nominated. I don't was know. She, if she nominated. Got it. She should. Yeah. She was great in that. Yeah. A Brazilian gang leader tried to escape a high-security prison by dressing up as his teenage daughter, even planning to leave her behind in the jail. Yeah, it, this is completely bizarre. And there was, like, video of him dressing, and like, with the costume he used to dress up as a woman, and it's, it's, it's frightening. Like, it's nightmarish. I've seen it. Clavino da Silva, 42 years old, pretended to be his 19-year-old daughter to walk out of the front door of Rio's Gerasino prison. He had smooth skin, long black hair, and a cute pink t-shirt with donuts and love hearts. Whatever that is. Donuts and love hearts. That's what, that's what little girls wear. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the convicted drug dealer's amazing getup was so convincing. The daughter was 19. Yeah, she's not even a little girl. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. doubt she's really wearing donuts and love hearts, but I don't know. Uh, but his uh, getup was so convincing that prison staff only stopped him at the end of visiting time because he started acting too nervously. I, I don't know about I don't know about what was convincing about that outfit. Did you see him? Yeah. He looked like one of those mask fetishists. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I, you're looking at that, it's like there's no way that person is, is really a woman. It was a pretty good mask, I guess, as far as those go. I, I guess if you're like mm. a mask fetishist, I just don't think if mm. someone walked by me, I'd be like, that's a really weird looking person. Mm. But maybe their Brazilian prison guards aren't too perceptive. I mean, Brazilian prisons are, are extremely notorious for just violence and just guards who just kind of neglect their duty. Or are yeah. paid off. Like yeah. I was reading uh, this couple weeks ago, there was a there's always like a prison riot and like a three hundred people die or something at these prisons because it's like it's basically just they they, they take all these com- rival gangs and they just kind of shove them in this tinder box and then eventually it explodes and everyone just kills each other. But the most right, recent because they have those prisons where it's just like they just they're guards on the outside of it and the inside of it is just like just, every now and then they drop food for people and that's it. Yeah. It's they like, do whatever do you do. You're chained yep. up in here and mm. uh, you guys could just murder each other. We don't care. Yeah. But this last uh, riot they had, it was like 300 people rioting and they decapitated 50 people. How? Like, how, how, I mean, do they have swords? Who decapitated them? The, the, uh, the prisoners. Like, it was like four rival gangs in this prison. Mm. A huge riot broke out. And, like, yeah, like 40 to 50 people were decapitated during this riot. Yeah. It's insane. It, it makes our prisons look like fucking Disneyland or something. Damn. <laughs> I'd never want to be over there. Mm. Uh, De Silva, known as Shorty, was filmed standing awkwardly with his hands behind his back as his costume was slowly exposed with officials removing his glasses and his wig first. Then the tattooed inmate removed his shirt, showing a black bra underneath and a silicone mask 
giving him a smooth teenage complexion. But mm. really, he wasn't fooling anyone. And you look at that, he looks, yeah, he, he looks like some kind of weird, creepy mask fetish person. But he's mm. a small guy, though. I can understand why they call him Shorty. Mm. I mean, he looked like he was like 5'2". So, I mean... Very short. Yeah, he must have got, you know, there must have been some, uh, some gentle ribbing in prison there. I mean, if they're I calling mean, the, him Shorty. The video where they're taking the... Um, they're just slowly stripping him <laughs> stripping of his disguise. <laughs> and it's one of the saddest things you'll ever <laughs> see in the world. his face when they take the mask off. Yeah, it's yeah. It's crushing it's, disappointment. Yeah, it's just real. And even before that, because it's like, you could just sense the sadness coming through the mask, even though the ma that mask has a blank expression, you know? Well, part of it, just, you know, he's yeah. he's was serving 74 years. Yeah. Like, he was never going to get out. I'm sure he was teased mercilessly just for his height, you know? And now... Well, I thought he's like a leader of a gang or something. I mean, I, I don't, he wasn't like a leader, but he was a part of a gang. All right. Well, you don't want to make fun of a guy that's in a gang. In but I mean, gangs. they're all in gangs. Haven't okay. you ever seen uh, City of God? Yeah, but still. You know, yeah. Unless you want to beef with the whole fucking gang. So he was wearing, at the, after like they disrobed him, he was just wearing tight jeans and he finally pulled off the mask. And you can watch the video, people. He had yeah. short cropped hair, wrinkles, and just these sad, like this sad visage of this 42-year-old man. <laughs> I mean, it really was kind of heartbreaking. I mean, why, why not just like let him get doll. out? He looked like a sex doll. <laughs> he did. Yeah, yeah he kind of looked like a sex doll. That's kind of what he looked mm -hmm. like, like a real doll. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm sure. I wonder if the prisoners would have preferred him to keep the mask. Right. Maybe. Uh, he had planned. This is the thing that I don't understand. He planned to leave his 19-year-old daughter inside yep. the jail. Yes. And police are looking into her role as an accomplice. How could this 19-year-old girl just be left behind in a male Brazilian prison? Well, she would be disguised as him, right? <laughs> That's not going to um, work out too well. Uh, she needs like a hat or something, right? And then once he's gone, I don't know, maybe he's gone for two hours. Then she goes to the guards and is like, hey... Let me out of here. I'm whatever, you know, that's how, that's how the plan would work. That being said, I don't know why you would ever agree to do this. It's insane. Do you think she'd survive two hours? Like how many times do you think you'd get assaulted within two hours being a 19 year old chick in a Brazilian prison? Look, I think if she, you know, if she disguised herself as him, right. It would well, they be don't fun. really say that, that she was doing that, but maybe I don't know. I think they, that's they must what would have to happen. Yeah. Um, or she'd want to do it to some degree, put her head in a, you know, put her hair up, put it in a hoodie, something, you know, then she could just stand, you know, go in a corner somewhere. And maybe she's actually very masculine looking. I don't know. They don't have a picture of her. Yeah. This isn't something on Pornhub. All right. It's fine. It's just good. You know, she just, I wouldn't want to be a 19 year old girl hours. in a prison. Look, I wouldn't either. She just needs to stay out of sight for like two hours. Then she can go to the guards. That being said, you know, it's like a felony charge. I mean, I don't know what it is in Brazil, well, in Brazil but I mean, knows. helping someone escape from prison, it's like a felony fucking charge. I still so would be it's like, kinda, if my dad was like, and I'll be like, fuck no, I would be like, dad, you're getting me three Mercedes Benzes at yeah. least. Mm -hmm. And a fucking Prada, like fucking outfit closet or something. Uh, so police are looking into her role 
as an accomplice. And another woman who was pregnant and was able to avoid being searched is also being probed for, for smuggling in the mask and the outfit. Yeah. So he had this all planned. And by the way, that you, you inaccurately described the T-shirt. What it's, was it? The T-shirt is far more frightening than you could have realized. Here it just says it's, it's Mickey Mouse. Only Mickey Mouse's head and face is one giant donut, and both of his ears are smaller donuts. <laughs> Where are the love? Are there love hearts? He, and and he's using his gloved hands to make a heart in the middle of his non-existent face. God, that is really frightening. Yeah. Yeah, terrifying. yeah. They don't really. The New York He's, Post doesn't do a very good job in describing the horror that is that T-shirt. Yeah, God. Um, authorities say De Silva was part of the Red Command, which mm-hmm. is one of the most powerful criminal groups in Brazil <laughs> that controlled drug trafficking in uh, Rio. Red Command, I have to say, is a great name for a criminal organization. It is. I think I had that board game as a kid. Red Command. It just yeah. makes me think of G.I. Joe yeah. or Hydra or something. It's up there. I mean, it's better than like fucking the Yancey Street Gang. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We just went into a long, Harrison went into a long uh, description of what the Yancey Street Gang is. Yeah. We're not going to get into it, but you can look it up. <laughs> The weirdest thing is it's actually the third time I've talked about the Yancey Street Gang in the last month. <laughs> That's the weirdest part. Harrison used to run with these guys. Yeah. A pretty, <laughs> some riffraff back in the East Coast called the Yancey Street customers. Gang. Yeah. <laughs> there was some ne'er, a group of ne'er-do-wells that Harrison used to run with. They'd cut your throat with their switchblades. And yeah, we knocked over an apple cart this one time. <laughs> but yeah, this guy was part of Red Command. Like, I wonder if they had, like, red masks or something. Or, like, what? how do they, I don't know, distinguish themselves from, like, Blue Command? I mean, they must have had something. They had red masks. They must. Did they? Yeah. Isn't that what they do? Wow. Yeah, sure. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Um, after the failed escape bid, uh, De Silva was transferred to a special unit of a maximum security prison. And now I uh, was going to face disciplinary sanctions. However, he was just found dead in his cell the other day. So like two days ago, he committed suicide in the Rio de Janeiro prison by uh, hanging himself. Oh, my. Yeah, with a bed sheet. I mean, think about it. This dude was probably teased for being short. And then after that, he was, you know, trying to dress up as a woman to his own daughter to sneak out of prison that failed. I bet you the teasing just kind of escalated. And not even his Red Command brethren could help him. Red Commander is not going to be happy about this at all. You know, it's going to be very upset about it. Do you think it. Red Commander like has that kind of voice like Cobra Commander? Yeah. Ah, he tried to do what? <laughs> God, how he embarrassing! Like a sex doll. <laughs> he doesn't even look like a woman. Do you remember when we had that dinner where you 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 found out that um, Cobra Commander used to be a used car salesman? Oh yeah, yeah. I was. It's not, something, it's not every day you learn that at dinner. No, I I didn't even know that. Growing up with GI Joe, had no idea. They started out as used car salesman. But yeah, he must have been uh, dismayed to say the least when he found that out. Um, Clavino uh, was found uh, unconscious in the high security unit to which he'd been transferred at the at the prison complex as punishment after his foiled escape attempt. I'm surprised, like. 
I guess, I don't know. I mean, I guess if you're on suicide watch, you probably don't get bed sheets, but this guy probably wasn't on suicide watch. So I don't even know if they have that in Brazil. He had previously escaped prison in 2013 when he and dozens of other inmates dug a 15-foot tunnel to the sewers Hmm. and escaped escaped the prison. They're always doing that in Brazil. And then they catch him and they put him in like a maximum security prison. But yeah, he was serving uh, 74 years at the time of his death. For drug dealing, which is like, what the fuck? Well, I'm sure there's like plenty of murder going on with that. Oh, yeah. It's a notorious street gang, but... Hey, you got to give it to him. I give him props for the uh, for the idea. Very original. All right, walk it back. Walk it back, Destro. <laughs> Destro. <laughs> oh, no, I'm Destro's daughter, Destrina. <laughs> what do you have here for the second story? All right. Man, groomed and bullied, vulnerable addict and forced. Stamp to build pub in his garden. Is this part of like a rehab strategy or something? Or program? Uh, yes. Yes, it is. Oh, wow. Well. Right. It's, it's a fine line between running successful rehab and being a, 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 a slave owner or something, you know? <laughs> It is kind of like that. I had a, a class in college where you could go volunteer. It was a psychology course where you could volunteer in like different, like uh, I, I volunteered at this forensic center with people that are not guilty or of insanity. But some people volunteered at the substance abuse farm called the Don Substance Abuse Farm. And basically if you were a, uh, an addict, you would just go there and have to do farm work for like mm. six months till you were sober. Which isn't that just indentured servitude? Yeah, you don't get paid. No, there, you you go there, and you're why just, would you go there then? Because the I guess you, you learn the, the 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 benefits of doing hard work, and you're you know, and then what you know, and the, the benefits of hard working hard and, and being sober and producing wow. something, and yeah, <laughs> would you be like fuck you? Yeah, I mean, who's to say that the reason you know. You're doing drugs is is because you learn the value of hard work and it's nothing, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. I, I just remember thinking like, wow, that's like the worst rehab I've ever heard of. That's horrible. Yeah, there are a lot of the yeah because I only th- I thought they only had that shit down in the south. Yeah, because they had that shit down in the south still like those, you know, like Kuhan Luke fucking prison like, camps, pr- prison farms. <laughs> you know, they have they have rehabs like that too down there. You know, that's awful. Yeah. They love, they love it. They love those farm camps down there. They always have. Maybe it you know? works. I don't know. Yeah. I guess I'd I find building a pub rewarding, though, if they let me drink. Yeah, I guess I, guess I could see well, they that. They probably wouldn't, though, because it's a rehab. No. So Michael Joyce's victims took 11 weeks to build the fully working bar in the garden of his Oxford home <laughs> after their lives were made hell. <laughs> <laughs> A man has been found guilty of using modern slaves to build this pub in his back garden. Michael How Joyce. How big of a pub could this possibly be? It's a great question. I mean, I, I don't know. How big is his garden? Yeah. Yeah, it depends on how big the garden is. But is it just like his own personal pub, like the size of an outhouse, but with like a keg in it or something? No, it's probably like a, you know, like maybe the size of my apartment, let's say, <laughs> you know. Bill Piatics. 
Uh, Michael Joyce, 60, groomed and bullied his two victims into constructing the bar. The pub called Don's Bar boasts a fireplace, pool table, television, cushioned benches, dartboard, jukebox, cigarette machine, and a fully equipped bar. Well, I'm impressed. That's a lot bigger than I thought. That's way more of a production than I thought. You believe it? It's amazing. Yeah, it's not bad. Yeah. Uh, Outside the pub, timber steps led up to a decked veranda decorated with lights and hanging baskets and two statues flanking blue double doors. Classy. How how do these drug addicts know how to do this? You can, you know, you could figure out how to do stuff. I guess. I mean, was he instructing them? You know, eventually you learn that two by fours aren't actually two by four. You got to learn somehow. I suppose. I mean, I can see if he was like instructing them how to do this, but if I, yeah, you know. gotta you gotta tell somebody, or you you look on YouTube. You know, here's how you do whatever. <laughs> Man, I don't think I could do that. Mm. Uh, yeah. So the pub on a traveler's site took the vulnerable victims eleven weeks to complete. Oh, they're pikeys, huh? They are pikeys. Yeah, pikeys. So yeah, he forced them to work for nothing. The pub was frequented by travelers of all ages, and Joyce said he was pleased with the final result was joyce a traveler like was he like the leader of the travelers no that just means that means over there that means gypsy right i think they're like pikeys like they they go around in like trailers yeah i thought pikeys were gypsies no i don't think so i think they're just white trash like irish white trash like a brad pitt in uh, the movie snatch yeah i thought he was a gypsy no they're not gypsies Gypsies are know? like from Romania. These guys are like No, gypsies are from Romania like 200 years ago. They've been they're all over the joint now, you know. I think they're just I think they're just pikeys. Like the people that live they call travelers people that live in like mobile homes. Okay. And they have like almost their own dialect that you can't understand. Mm. And they love dogs and they call them dags. I thought they were fucking uh gypsies. I mean, well, I, I just, I would, but they, they are kind of organized, so, mm-hmm. like criminal gangs. So I'm wondering if this guy who was uh, the owner of the pub, if he's like the kingpin of one of these traveler gangs, like pikey gangs, and these dudes, he was just like, yeah, you're going to build this pub or I'm going to kill you. Yeah. But I don't know. I mean, I guess if the, if the, if the travelers have nowhere to drink, it's a good idea to make that thing, you know? I'm surprised they wouldn't just like pull up in a mobile home or something and just, you know, drink beer in there. Yeah, but it's good to have a bar to yeah, go. Yeah, a bar, you know yeah. I mean? You got like uh, so. you know, a full pub, dartboard yeah, and everything. Uh, yeah, so um, a trial at Oxford Crown Court heard that the victims, who both struggled with heroin addiction, were petrified of Joyce, who made their lives hell. Uh, they called Joyce Boss Man. <laughs> And uh, they were only ever paid in cannabis or cigarettes. <laughs> One claimed in what? So this isn't a rehab program. They were just addicts who were slaves. Yep. I don't know what I was thinking about this. I guess I thought it was like, oh, they're like helping them build and build things and and overcome their addiction. But no, this guy's just like, build this or I'm gonna hurt you. 
cut your. I mean, I, I think I've off. heard of rehabs that sound that sounded dicier than this one. So <laughs> who's to say? You know. I wonder if Slitzy could build things. <laughs> I bet he can. Yeah, but he probably guy. can. He looks like the type of he looks resourceful. Like I imagine you could build like a deck or something or a birdhouse. Right. A deck or a birdhouse. <laughs> <laughs> Let's hope for the latter. You know, a but toilet hey, seat chair a, for ass eating. Right, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, a, a bird bath for sitting in and crying while you're on LSD, <laughs> you know, <laughs> anything, anything you want. Yeah. So uh, one claimed in his evidence that implicit threats were made against him, his partner and his father. Oh, and the court heard that the victim ended up paying a whopping 16,000 pounds in small sums to Joyce over a number of years. Wow. Well, Jesus. Uh, Joyce denied five counts of modern slavery charges. That's a thing. Modern slavery charge. Yeah, I mean, it is a thing. You always hear about it here where it's like some rich couple has like a Filipino, like Filipino maid and she's just like beaten and fed, you know, like three pieces of rice. Yeah. Just four, and, and, and occasionally assaulted. You always hear about that. And then you're like, oh, wow, this Indonesian maid that they've, beaten and like abused for three years and they, they charged them with slavery. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, I think, I think modern slavery, I think they opened up for crowded house, right? <laughs> In the 1986. It's a good synth pop name. Yeah. Yeah. It band, is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, e- e- yeah. Related to the uh, forced labor and exploitation of the two men. Uh, for almost two years, from 2016 to early 2018. Uh, a jury returned a guilty verdict. Hmm. So that's good. Well, then they're never going to get into that pub. No, they're not. Yeah. Giving evidence... I, wonder, I dibs on one of the statues. Um, <laughs> yeah, so giving evidence about his ordeal, one of the men said he used to cry myself to sleep <laughs> during his time with the Joyce family. There's a family there. Wow. He said... My life with the Joyces was hell. I used to cry myself to sleep. My life was not in a good place. <clears throat> I think this might be a relative of James Joyce. Mm. <laughs> sure. He this was into farting. Do you know that? I heard you say that. No, look um, it up. I've James heard, Joyce no. was a fart fetishist. Yeah. Not like with men farting, but he liked women just to fart. Okay. Get, that's what got him off. How do we know this? I don't know. You just go do a Google search. Okay. It sounds like a trick. <laughs> you know? Just type in fart sound, porn. This, yeah, this sounds like something that's just going to lead to Rick Astley or something. I'm like, no, oh, thank you. You know? Rick Astley's into farts. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I heard Lou Reed likes likes to get uh, the, coffee, the old co- glass coffee table. Yeah, Lou Reed's into felching. Yeah. He probably actually was in the film. He probably was. I he wouldn't was be a, surprised. Yeah. Of, yeah. Um it was it was just a constant battle with every aspect of my day-to-day life. Uh <laughs> by the summer of 2016, one victim described how he was being forced to work at the traveler site to pay off an endless debt after Joyce loaned him 50 pounds. 
<laughs> 50 pounds is an endless debt. Yeah. <laughs> Do you like you... Pay, paid off five pounds one week, but it's like the interest, it's already gone up that much. You are know? you you're going to uh the uk right on the on your yes. way back yeah do you, have you seen what the dollar to pound uh conversion rate is right now no it's like lower than it ever has been it's like a buck 19 yeah the oh, yeah? dollar yeah no it's a great time to go like boris wow. johnson is ruining the pound hmm. so hopefully by the time you get there it's like the same well, I'll have to go to I'll have to go to Pound World then. Yeah, you should definitely go to Pound World. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Stock up. Uh, uh, yeah. So um, he told how Joyce, whom he referred to as Mick, Boss Man, or Big Man, <laughs> was constantly demanding money from him, and made him keep a diary from April 2016 to document his debts. Jesus, like a ledger. Yeah. But, but I mean, it's just 50 I want pounds. I you to start a fucking live journal, mate, about all the money you owe me. <laughs> he's yeah. just like, it's just 50 yeah. quid, mate. And next thing you know, he's just beating him like bare knuckle boxing. That's what travelers do. It's all bare knuckle boxing. Yeah. And then they feed you to their dags. You know, I, uh, for a long time, I like how we called him Mick. <laughs> Mick Bossman. <laughs> And uh, big man, I always thought, you know how like I, I one point I watched a lot of like uh, English British cop shows, you know, hmm. um, and uh, I always thought that they called the their like uh, women who were you know in command of the unit or whatever. I thought they called them mum, mum. They're, they're actually saying ma'am, but they're just saying it. Oh, the way they say it. it it's yeah, like... the way they say it sounds like mum. And I was like, oh, okay. So in the, I honestly thought this. In the workplace in England, if your boss is a fem is a woman, you call her mum, and if your boss is a man, you call him gov. <laughs> oh yeah, gov. Yeah. So I thought that that's what you just do in in any scenario. That's what you. All right, gov. You Why don't you start? You should, you should start doing it at your job. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, gov. Yeah. Gov. I don't, even know who, I don't even know. I'm not even clear who I work for at my job. So. Um. <laughs> On a fortnightly basis, Joyce would call him on the day he received his benefits to ask for payments, driving him to a cash point if he didn't have the money. What's a cash point? Is that an ATM? I guess so. What the fuck, England? What is, yeah. yeah. Why don't you just have normal names for shit? Wesley what do you, Snipes. Do you think you're Australia? Wesley Snipes in Cash Point. Cash Point. Yeah. So wait, but he'd have to go every time he played Fortnite, he'd have to take him to a Cash Point? Every Fortnite. Every time he got on Fortnite, he had to go to the, wow. the Cash Point. That's crazy. I, I, mean, just, how I much, just stopped playing. How much cash could this junkie actually have? Yeah. That's what I don't understand. There's a lot of this that I don't really understand, yeah. I have to say. Uh when asked why he did not challenge Joyce, the victim said he had struggled with a heroin habit at the time, laughed and said, you don't say no to Michael Joyce. What did, is there a picture of Michael Joyce? <laughs> I picture him to look like fucking, uh, what's his name, Alan Forbes, who played Bricktop, just this badass. Well, like uh, Ray Winston, you know, yeah, maybe. Ray, Ray Winston. Yeah. <laughs> Leave Schreiber or something. Yeah. Uh, Man, there's so many, so many Michael. Yeah, he, you know, 
He, he, oh, is he, he he's a badass? He looks like he certainly could be. Yeah, he, you know, he looks like somebody you don't fuck around with. Yeah, that's the thing. He's like, if they're calling him boss, he looks kind of like. He, he looks kind of like white supremacist Santa Claus. <laughs> uh, is how I describe Nazi him. Santa. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't fuck so, with Nazi Santa. I'd be no, like, you right. don't want to. Yeah, I'll fucking build that. your fucking sleigh and put in a fucking keg of beer or something. Yeah. So, yeah. Wow. I mean, you don't know. You don't want to know where those elves have tattoos. You know. <laughs> It's not good. Uh, he's he's a big character. This guy, my God, tough guy. So, yeah, tough guy. So uh, you don't say no to him. The court heard how at one stage there was a diary note for the last payment for Michael, and yet more entries followed. Michael Joyce said to him, "You're having a fucking laugh. You owe me <laughs> thousands, boy. You having a laugh, mate? Yeah." <laughs> Fucking, you're having a fucking laugh. Give you a Chelsea a smile. <laughs> Feed uh, you to the pigs. Yeah. You, you wouldn't ask that of Michael because of the fear of getting smacked. <laughs> Without a doubt, I wouldn't have even questioned what he said to this day. I am petrified like, of him. He's king of the pikeys, this Joyce. Yeah. Petrified of him. Yeah. And the second victim agreed that he would get a, it's blanked out here, but I'm going to guess this is bollocking. All right? <laughs> bollocking. Yeah, if he disobeyed Joyce. Oh. And it was his fear that kept him going back. He, he said on two occasions, Joyce gave him a slap. Once when he ignored his calls and the other when he answered back. <laughs> uh both men told the court that Joyce would pay them either 10 pounds for a day's work or buy them a small bag of tobacco. Hmm, I don't see how that equates, but okay. No, yeah. The first said he would never take it for granted that he would be paid, and there would be plenty of days where he got nothing for laboring from 9.30 a.m. to 7 p.m. I've heard that's kind of a lot like uh, Amazon. You know, Jeff Bezos, they make him, he makes all of his employees call him boss man. And that's mm. pretty much how much they get paid. Are you serious about the boss man thing? <laughs> no. Oh. <laughs> okay. But yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. Mm. I've heard like they, 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 I've heard they're just treated like shit at Amazon. Oh, yeah. Yep. <laughs> In the case of the other victim, he said that he would travel three miles to every morning to score heroin, and that Joyce would pay for his fix. How, said, okay, that doesn't even make any sense to me. How are you going to get a productive eight-hour day building the pub when the guy's shooting up heroin? You could do it. Could you build a pub on when you're fucking high on heroin? I've done, I've done a lot of shit when I was high on. I worked a job. I built stuff when I was high on heroin. Yeah, you just, I guess. I guess if you you're just don't do straight, too much, you know. Yeah, you're getting you, straight. You, you, you so can't you're... control if you if you know the source. You can control how much you're doing and how much it affects you. You know. Yeah, I guess. I guess you're right. Because you'd probably be more productive on it than than not on it because yeah. you're sick. Yeah. Yeah. So there you go. Hmm. Um, you just give them, you know, these they, they have farms like this where they give people like, you know, you do you either do a bunch of work for them or you go like get prescriptions and then in return they give you Oxycontin. It's a thing. Yeah. So, um, yeah, he said he would take the heroin when they got to the site. Usually in the tool shed or in a van. 
uh, which would stave off his withdrawal sy- symptoms and keep him working. Oh, I guess that makes sense. Yeah. So um, Joyce told the jurors that the men had been paid and he had seen them as his friends. <laughs> his yeah. friends that he smacked around every now and then and terrorized. Yeah. All right. But it's, it's yeah, I mean, it's pretty nuts. Because it's like, first of all, the judge's name is Judge Pringle. <laughs> I don't know why I find that so amusing, but I do. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Like, I would be, neither of these guys are Jewish, I don't think. You know what I mean? Because yeah, like, I doubt it. Wh- how much can you, you know, if you owe 50 pounds and then all of a sudden you continue owing money after, you know? That's the thing. I would just take a pound of flesh at that point. Yeah. I mean, yeah, just, I, I just don't take, a smack when... the, take a smack and leave. And what's he going to do? You yeah. get smacked a few times. Well, who cares? I think know? this dude's like the leader of the Pikey gang. So he's going to find no. you and cut your bollocks off. I see. Something. I don't know. Maybe I would just move over to Wales or something. Yeah. Just move. Yeah. Move yeah, away. Move, move to another town. Mm. Fuck this guy's pub. Yeah. John's bar. Bunch of bullshit. Can you just build a pub in your backyard? I don't think so. I, I don't think you kind of know, Can you do that in the UK? You probably need a license I, I, to I, sell alcohol. Yeah. I have no idea. It's like, I'll just right. put a pub in the Shire. Right. You, know, you could do this in Hobbit Town. It's like, I don't know. Maybe they do that over there. Yeah, sure. Yeah. You can't mm. do that here. So, so what happened? They build the pub, and then uh, the guy did go to jail. They have to pay yeah. him back. I don't think they have to pay him back anymore, D. I no, I mean, did he have to give the money back to the junkies? It doesn't say. Oh man. Yeah. I would want reparations. That's what I would want. Pa- sentence has not been passed yet. He's waiting. Oh, okay. So I'd be like, you got to give yeah. me reparations, there, boss man. Oh yeah. <laughs> wow. That, so- that's right, mum. <laughs> Galv, I just wonder if uh, if the pub's still going on there. Maybe you should try to hit it when you're in England. Yeah, I will Go look up Don's bar. You're there, so maybe I will. <laughs> but don't watch out. He might make you fucking like refinish the bathroom or something. Right. Yeah. Give you a heroin. Anyway, people send your story. Cigarettepodcast gmail dot com. We have phone calls coming up next. Three two three five two two four zero three two is that number. But first, here's a word from Adam and Eve. Ah, hello there. As a busy young professional couple, we were most pleased to avail of the promotional offer that Sick and Wrong has arranged with Adam and Eve. Taking advantage of coupon code DIDDLE, we purchased both a Vicky Quickie Pocket Pussy and an Emperor 8-inch Vibrating Dildo. Now, whenever the horn takes us, we delegate our tawdry acts to the machines by inserting the luxuriously strong emperor dildo into the tight folds of the pocket pussy. We let our artificial organs fulfill their purpose while we get on with the more important things in life. More wine, dear? Why, yes. I don't mind if I do, my dear. If you aspire to the kind of lifestyle that we enjoy, why not come with us, not literally, as we visit adamandeve.com and enter coupon code DIDDLE upon checkout. 
you'll receive 50% off free gifts that you can donate to creepy Uncle Steve, but most importantly, peace of mind as you offload your sex lives to some plastic parts. Cheers. Cheers. So we got a few phone calls to get to. 323-522-4032 is that number. Uh, the first call is from a... Uh, he, actually, he's a first-time caller here that likes the show. Okay. Uh, hello, this is uh, my first ever sick and wrong uh, <laughs> return. I figured I would try and make my first be a very sappy uh, intro to... My name's Eric, and I figured I'd just call to the podcast to say uh, how much I appreciate the kind of... God, who does this guy sound like? I don't know, but I, I can tell that he he uses a cigarette holder, I feel like. <laughs> um, he, I don't know. I, I was, he like, uses thinking... a cigarette. Yeah, he smokes with a cigarette holder after he takes his Thorazine. I, I thought he sounded like John Cusack for some reason. Mm. It's probably not, but maybe. Okay. Yeah. John Cusack uses a cigarette holder. Mm. Uh, content that you deliver. I'm nothing really special. I'm just a anxiety riddled, like twenty three year old piece of shit with no real things going on in his life. Never. Jesus, don't be so hard on yourself there. Yeah. John Cusack. No real things going on. Yeah, no, he's just an anxiety-ridden piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't anything worthwhile. Never really even smoked or did drugs or anything. Very... Well, start. Uh, yeah, you're 23, yeah. dude. Yeah. You got plenty of time to smoke and do drugs. Get yeah. hookers. Whatever. Yeah, your 20s are for fucking off, you know? You know, if you learn anything from this show, you should learn to indulge. Yeah. At least until it becomes an issue and then you have to stop. You're forced yeah. to stop so you right. you know, don't go to prison or lose your job or something. But Yeah, no, I mean, it's like it's like as you get older you just have to stop stuff. So you might as well do stuff now, you know? Do you, eventually do you, you won't even be able to eat you'll be like Wilfred Brimley, you won't even be able to eat ice cream, you know? I'm thinking it was like probably about maybe I was seventeen when I realized that drugs It was a very good year. Yeah, well I think it was seventeen. Uh -huh. That I realized, maybe 16, where I realized that drugs make or break my good time. Okay. Did you, when did you come to that conclusion? What are you talking about? If I didn't have drugs, it's done. I'm done. I don't even care. No. Like, I'd oh, rather stay at home. And it's like, I think that I realized, like, drugs just make everything better. And I think it was around 16 or 17 when I realized that. Yeah, it was that. around that. I, I mean, I wouldn't require them all the time. But, yeah, there was a, you know. There was a time when, like, I wouldn't go see a movie Unless I was high. I see. Actually, I still won't go see a movie unless I'm high. Yeah. But, uh, but I th it just became like I just did everything high. You know, I was mm -hmm. high on something. And I, did, I just realized that. So this And I was 17. So this guy's 23. Yeah, sure, I had six years on you. But you got plenty of time to abuse narcotics. Mm. Like, come on. You're very hard of speaking and basically isolated to the point where I talk to myself more than I talk to other people in my family. And I just figured it would be good if I... Uh, what are you, you talking join the, about? Join the, join the club. You yeah, know? this sounds like 23-year-old yeah. Harrison. Yeah. <laughs> Did you go back in time and make this call? 
Yeah, that's what I. Yeah, that's what I sounded like. <laughs> At twenty three. Yeah. What do you talk about with yourself? Yeah, I sounded like fucking uh, <laughs> white trash, Crispin Glover. <laughs> um, well, yeah. no, if you have a pet, you don't have to talk to yourself. That's what this guy needs. You need yeah. a fucking guinea pig. Then you're just there, talking, buddy. you know, you're a pet. But uh, yeah, when I didn't have a pet, I still talked to my goddamn self. Do you, you know? talk in the mirror or do you just talk to yourself while you're walking around? Um, Not in the mirror. I'm not a fucking... Did you ever you have... Know, not a supervillain. I don't even talk to myself <laughs> in the mirror. I talk to myself as I walk around the apartment, you know? Like, all, like, like anyone who's, you know, seen a live stream of the show, all the stuff I, like, babbled myself, like if D's not in the room or whatever. Like, meow, 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 what, meow, yeah, meow, yeah, meow, meow, meow. I do all day. All day. All day. <laughs> Did you ever have an imaginary friend when you were a kid? Yeah, I've told, I think I've discussed him on the show a few times. Roscoe, the the hermit, hermit caveman. Hmm. Yeah. Roscoe. He was actually a guy that was from this like weird ass children's TV show from from England from like the 80s called like the children of the stones or like the stones of the children something, you know? Wait, Jimmy Savile? No. <laughs> Asshole. <laughs> so wait, what did yeah. Roscoe look like a caveman or could you not see him? No, I just, I didn't, I called him a caveman because he lived in a cave and oh. I didn't really fully understand uh, that that was a racial slur. Was not he a, a racial lawyer? Slur. It's an ethnic slur. Um, no, he wasn't a lawyer, you fuck. <laughs> the guy in the show was, his name was Roscoe, the guy in the show. Oh. And he was just some kind of weird hermit that could do like, you know, that was like a shaman or something. And he knew magic. Oh, but, okay. uh, I was like, oh, this is cool. This guy's cool. He lives in a cave. He's a caveman. And then I think I just transposed him into reality and I made him my imaginary friend. Okay. I, I guess I was getting confused with the, this caveman that was unfrozen and became a lawyer. All right, you know, <laughs> I don't different. know. If, I don't know if the kids are gonna get you really with it. Early '90s <laughs> SNL references. <laughs> There's a lot of Phil Hartman fans out there. Yeah, okay. Don't get yeah. them wrong. So, when did you stop talking to Roscoe? Like three years ago? Um. Yeah. Yeah. We uh, <laughs> we went our separate you ways. Went your separate ways. Yeah. At the age of what? Thirty-five. Yeah. <laughs> All right, he well, stole my Adderall and that was it. <laughs> She's like, get out of my house. Yeah, yeah. Back to your cave. Yeah. Dick. Okay, well let's uh let's get back here to uh Hey Dave, to... my name is Hans and I'm Franz and we're going to pump you up. <laughs> Swing. Yeah. All right. He said how much I appreciate people like you giving a separate perspective for more people like uh, people like me who don't really have an outside one that isn't, oh, why can't you not be a, not be a fearful mess whenever you try to talk to somebody? Or <laughs> why couldn't you? Uh, a, a fearful mess is something I have been many, many, many times yeah, in I was, my life. And it, I've no, I don't think I've ever described it like that, but that's kind of the, the perfect that's, point. That's an apt description. Believe me, we're all fearful messes. Yeah. <laughs> It'll this... be like, I'm, I'm trying to get like detergent at Ralph's, and I could definitely be described as a fearful mess. <laughs> you know? Yeah, that's why you don't leave your home. 
Uh, what was this thing he said? He was a separate perspective. I guess that, we give that's them a good a title for my uh, my manifesto when I inevitably <laughs> fucking go bananas. <laughs> a separate perspective. perspective. I know. Yeah. I just I'm like just the, while I'm listening to this call, I'm just hoping this guy doesn't have firearms. Mm. Don't get firearms there, buddy. Get a get an imaginary friend instead. I used to be a fearful mess. <laughs> but now but I have an AK-47. Then I got a separate perspective. <laughs> it could also be a talk show I host. Ooh, I, I actually kind of like that. I could see that like a public access show. This is a separate perspective. And I am Harrison. I'm your fearful mess, Harrison. <laughs> Dude, that's what you should get on your business cards. Hi, fearful mess here. That's, I'm gonna make shirts of that. Yeah. Just I don't know, not not look away from somebody's eyes like a like a loser or anything like that. And there's a lot of things that I could potentially tell you about, but I figured I might not as well waste any anybody's time. So I figured. No, I want to hear from you again. <laughs> I think Please. instead of talking to yourself, call the sick wrong hotline because this is amazing. Yeah, it sounds like he like you know, averts his eyes from anyone like he's like he's Igor or something, you know, I, I just see him like just kind of staring at the ground, avoiding people and just be like, I'm Please, a fearful mess. So I can talk to people. Can I have a biscuit? No, don't beat me. No. <laughs> you know, like that's what he makes it sound like. I think, you know, honestly, I think this guy's great. This guy's I think great. Amazing. I think you know, seriously, you should be. I almost would like, like to see a whole stand-up act. I don't think it would happen because he's a fearful mess. But fearful messes make great stand-up comedians. They do. They do. What, what do you say? He's like, he's like right, I revert my eyes like some kind of loser <laughs> or something. <laughs> <laughs> I oh my love God. this guy. I love this guy too. We got to come up with a good name for him. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm thinking Travis Bickle. But we can come up with something no, better than that. We can do better. Yeah. yeah. I just say that there are a lot of people like me who I feel are very uh, gracious. <laughs> and I'm... <laughs> a lot of gracious people out there. Actually, I think there should That's be That's why more... you should never look them in the eye directly. <laughs> <laughs> no, why don't we just call him Fearful Mess? All right. That's, that's, yeah. we're, he is Fearful Mess. Okay. FM. That I can listen and make my worthless days a little bit brighter. Trying to work on my future. His so, days, his, his worthless days, a little oh. bit brighter while he's trying to work on his future. You know what? I thought he said dwarf esque. <laughs> I don't think this guy's a dwarf. My dwarf esque days. No, spiritually dwarfed. Yeah, you know? yeah, metaphorically dwarfed. I see this guy being a supervillain. Oh yeah, he's no, he's definitely the guy where it's like, you know, he he gets, you know, hit with the chemicals or something, and then he makes everyone pay. Yeah, he's know? gonna be scarecrow or something like. That. There's yeah. something that's gonna happen with this guy. There's gonna be like a like a radioactive accident, yeah. and then everybody's gonna <laughs> and everyone's gonna pay. Yeah, well, I don't have to look away at them anymore because <laughs> I took out all their eyes. They will look away from me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Keep it sick, keep it wrong, and uh, this is this is a good third take. All right, bye. It's a good what? Third take? Oh, well, he tried three times. Did he? I didn't see those calls. Maybe he like psyched himself up to call. Is that what he said? Third. 
I, it good. sounded like that here. I'm going to rewind it a little bit. This is one of my favorite calls I've heard in a while. Yeah. My future. So, I don't know. I keep it sick, keep it wrong, and uh, this, is, this is a good third take. All right, bye. I, I couldn't really get that, but I think he third said this take. is a good third take. Okay. Wow. That, you know, that was a great call. Thank you there, Fearful Mess. And uh, <laughs> that's a super villain name. Yeah. I am the Fearful Mess. The first time, yeah, the first time he accidentally called, um, you know, like a Jamba Juice, <laughs> right? And then, <laughs> no, sorry, sir, this is, and uh, yeah. And the, Second time he called Hardee's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just like, no, this isn't a podcast. We make yeah. shitty hamburgers here. The second time he accidentally called the uh, the WKLT Morning Zoo crew, <laughs> and they really ripped into him. <laughs> well, uh, you are more than welcome to continue calling the show because yeah, please, uh, fear, please yeah, fearful call mess is uh, sound, one of my favorites. You sound fascinating to me. Fascinating individual yeah. there. I, I kind of want to see like pictures of his room or mm. lair. Do you think he still lives at home? I don't know. What would happen if Fearful Mess ran into Boner Villain? Oh, my God. <laughs> would they join forces or would they be like arch nemeses? They might be arch nemeses. It might just be, you know, Fearful Mess ends up having to work in Boner Villain's garden for like two years. Weird <laughs> <laughs> thing that happens. Yeah, you never know. Don't beat me. <laughs> just don't look at me. Don't look at me. I don't know. Fearful mess is great. Uh, next guy here is the. Please wad. don't mention us in the manifesto. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't don't take don't take your aggression out on sick and wrong. Please don't. Uh, we we are we we fully support your endeavors, but just don't take it out on sick and wrong. Um, next call here, weird Arab dude, the wad, oh, called yeah. in about his fake sister. You remember he was talking about his sister? Yeah, his stepsister or whatever. Something like that. Hello, D. Hello, Harrison. It's a weird Arab dude again. Oh, Alibaba is also acceptable. I kind of like that one, too. Uh, I know, believe... I, I get so... I, what I, I had another word for him. It was, it was like something Sirhan. Something like or, Sirhan Sirhan or something? No. I don't remember. Sirhan Yeah, something. I don't know. Every time I hear my calls on your podcast, thank, thank you so much. It makes me feel special. <laughs> It tells you how amazing my life is. Yeah, uh, <laughs> so let's see. Do we talk about my dad or do we talk about my fake sister? All right. I guess we'll do my fake sister first. This is actually a recent story. Well, I guess about as recent as like 2013. But uh, so I hadn't talked to this girl in in years. You know, we, we kind of. Like when I was about 18, 19, she finally moved out of the house. Uh, started fucking some other white trash guy and just like, you know, we, we hadn't really had any contact for over a decade. You know, and I was, I was fine with that. You know, I had already, you know, started actually entering into normal relationships, you know. How many, how many times did they have sex or did they have sex like throughout his high school years? Do you remember? No, I don't. I, I, they definitely had sex more than like twice. Right. Yeah, I think they had sex several times, but I don't. No, I mean, like it was unclear times. why the hell she was still living there, even though it was clear she was no one's. Du- 
actual family yeah, member. Yeah, she but. wasn't an actual family member. But yeah. anyway, so so she moved out of the house. He went on to have normal sexual relations with someone he isn't quasi-related to. Yep. And uh, let's see what happens. Maybe they had a magical reconnection. About as normal as they could be. And uh, so all these years later, I'm, I'm married. I, I have a kid. Uh, you know, she sends me a friend request on Facebook. I'm like, all right, you know, we're both in our 30s now. We got. Do you think he tries really hard? Because he has a kid now. Do you think he tries really hard not to be his dad? Yeah, sure. We all do. Is that what you, you know? Do? I I aspire to be my dad. Oh well, <laughs> I, yeah. I mean, I I don't know what to tell you, man. You know, no, most I'm, of us are just trying to not do that. No, I'm, I I think that's kind of common. I, obviously, yeah. you don't want to be exactly like your parents. Everybody. Have has you ever thoughts. actually? Um, uh, I was thinking about this the other day. Like circumcised you, a kid? Yeah. Have you ever circumcised a, a child <laughs> or an adult? No, I, I yeah. haven't. My dad was You're, really good at that. Yeah. Um, no, but, uh, have you ever consciously plotted to kill your father? No, I know. I like okay. my dad. He was, my, no. my dad wasn't, my dad wasn't a dick. My dad had some undesirable qualities. He was probably one of the cheapest men I've ever met. And that's right. something I aspire not to be. But other than that, I mean, my dad was actually pretty cool. I see. Yeah. What about you? <laughs> How often did you plot with you and, uh, was it Roscoe? We're going to yeah, get right. him this time. Yeah. <laughs> get your club. <laughs> Look, you don't mess with the Yancey Street Gang, all right? That's, what I, that's all I'll say. I don't really... Hi, kids. So. We're, we're both with other people. You know, no, you know, no big deal. You know, we can be cool. You know, and... Um, but then I would just notice she would just constantly post all this, like, weird, whiny shit, like, talking about how her Arab family doesn't really have anything to do with her and how she's isolated from her Arab family. And I'm just like, just came back negative. I mean, come on, man. And she still had a, she was still using the last name of an Arab dude that she married to help him get a green card, I guess, so she could pretend to be Arab. Because this girl literally was batshit crazy. Hmm. And before she even moved in with us, hmm. here, here's another weird thing. She started fucking me, but before she lived with us, she actually had a stepbrother, like a, like a legit stepbrother. Like, who is her like biological parents? I don't know. Is she an Arab? I'm no. so confused by this whole yeah, I don't, yeah whatever I don't this family tree here is of his weird fake sister. Hmm. But so, so she had another family. I think she's a con artist. Right. That just pretends to be in different families and then just starts having sex with like the, the person closest to her age. I think she's one of these American Taliban's. That's that's exactly what she is. Yeah. Like like her her mom's uh husband's son that she started fucking. And what? they were engaged. Oh. And he had her mom's husband's, husband's son. son. Okay, so okay. her stepbrother, isn't that kind of what he is to her? No, remember, he was slightly different because he thought for a while. Now, here's what I don't remember. For a second, like, they thought they were actually, like, half-siblings. Oh, that Okay, that's what it was. But what yeah. I don't remember is, were they fucking around before they knew they weren't half-siblings? I feel like maybe they were. I, they were. I think they were. I think he thought they were, ha or she thought they were half-siblings, or they both did. That's insane. And then they started having, that's but insane. I mean, if you're a half-sibling... No, yeah, no, I guess yeah, you're no, you can't. No, you can't no. do that. Yeah, actually, ended up cheating with her, cheating on her with a man. 
And I remember hearing this story. He'd be like, I cheated on you. He's like, who did you cheat on me with? What's your name? He's like, Vic. And yeah, I thought that was a funny story Michael to throw Vic. in there. But so the the point of the story is, ah, great. I'm going to have to start another call. Well, all right, he calls back He's here. He's not very good at conveying these ideas. No, it's because I'm so confused. It, who was engaged? Was the guy, was she engaged to her stepbrother, or was? Oh, I, I guess she was. And then yeah, she, okay. I, right. I, I'm also oh, having God. a difficult time following this sloppy narrative. Yeah, but uh, I think the gist of it is his sister is kind of a craven slut. Even though I don't want to slut shame anyone here on the show because I appreciate sluts. But this sister, though, I don't know about her. Hello, it's uh, the Arab dude again. So, um, so, so the, the you wouldn't have banged your stepsister if she was hot. No, I don't think so. If your dad remarried someone, and this is like, she, you were sixteen, she was nineteen, and she was attractive, you wouldn't have had sex with her. Like she looked like Christina yeah. Ricci. Yes, I would have. Yeah, of course see? I would. Of course. Yeah. I mean, I just think it's like, I mean, I don't think I would have instigated that. But that's a stepsister. We're talking about. Yeah, this is a hat. I mean, well, she, this, he was her, he, like that. That's, under, you know. Yeah, that, that's something that happens. That's acceptable. But for fuck's sake. It's not happens, acceptable. Happens you know, a lot it's frowned upon. Uh, it's frowned upon. It's not illicit. It's unseemly, right? You got to learn the differences between these things. It's unseemly. But I mean, he was saying that she was blowing him thinking they were fucking. Yeah. Actually blood. Well, half blood relatives. Yeah. Yeah. The recent fake sister story is, um, so she's currently living in the, uh, in, in another city about uh, a couple hours from, from where we live. And it's actually really close to where uh, my half-brother that was born of the fat woman in 85 that's in jail for for, uh, selling fentanyl, uh, we were visiting him at a halfway house. And, and, you know, we we took a picture with him and my daughter and everything. And, you know, happy, happy, you know, oh, great to see you, you know, bro. You know, and he is in jail for a long time because the girl did die. This this was actually uh he was currently in- wait who died what what someone died the hell was he talking and about? someone went to jail oh okay all right all right I get this I'm gonna piece together this narrative okay. here all right so the guy was selling fentanyl his like no, half brother the fat woman was selling fentanyl all right fat woman selling fentanyl oh no maybe it was maybe, no, maybe it was no him. it was the guy her son was selling the fentanyl. way he says sentences he doesn't know how to uh, properly ascribe subject and object. Okay, and it's really fucking pissing me off. This is the voiceover casting director. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but yet, no, but exactly. That's I think that's what the problem is. It's he's not like separating a sentence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, there's no separate perspective here. There's a, just this long run-on rambling story. Yeah, but you I think what start you got to like be careful where you use pronouns and where you don't use pronouns. All right. I think what happened is uh, the guy, someone died because the son, you know, gave him a, sold him some fentanyl. Okay. And then I don't remember what else happened. It's kind of derailed there. Jail at this point for a parole violation. But so we, we post a picture of me, my daughter and him on Facebook, you know, like, oh, I got to visit my brother. And this crazy bitch takes the picture off my Facebook and reposts it. 
saying, like, like, and people wonder why I feel isolated from my Arab family. My brother came to town and visited my other brother, and do you think he called me? No. Well, you know what? Fuck you, too. And I'm... Well, that is kind of shitty of you, if you think mm -hmm. about it. And you used to have yeah. sex with her many times. Yeah. And you can't even give her a call. Go have yeah, a, you know, a fucking frappuccino with her or something. Yes. I think that's kind of shitty, personally. But it is weird, though, that she posted to Facebook. Facebook is just, Facebook is just a, a den of iniquity. I don't even know why people have it. Yeah. I mean, the, the only reason I use it is to, like, connect with the fans because they're yeah. on it. But, I mean, if I didn't do this show, I would never be on Facebook. I think well, it's, it's awful. In, it's interesting when you're in your mid-30s um, because it's like, the things that people used to get like the kind of crazy nonsense that people used to get away with when they were 22 because they were, you know, 22 and looked a certain way. That shit mm. really starts to fall apart in the mid thirties. Yeah, when you're in your thirties and you're still yeah. kind of doing that. Yeah. Nobody finds that kind of nonsense cute no more. You know, it, so. it, the other thing too, I guess it's kind of interesting about Facebook because you can, can kind of keep track of the people you went to high school with or college that yeah. really just fallen apart. You know, it's like they're on their third marriage with like three kids and you're just going to be like, oh, so, I mean, in that sense, it can make you feel a little bit better about yourself. Maybe that's what a uh, fearful mess should do. <laughs> Get on Facebook. <laughs> no, he shouldn't. <laughs> is this just really referring to me as her brother on Facebook? Like, I like, like, what the fuck? So I had to send, you know, I got to say one thing here. This yeah. call better start getting good. Yeah, like because this has just been it's like a bunch of fam like he's airing his grievances about yeah. his fat ugly sister. I don't want to hear this. Yeah, we don't want to hear your Facebook grievances. You know what I mean? Yeah, your Facebook drama yeah. with your sister. I want to hear some details. Some sort of details. She didn't even thank me for the cupcakes I sent <laughs> on Facebook. You know, <laughs> motherfucker, come on, come on. Yeah. Well, there's still a few seconds. There's like thirty yeah. seconds left. Let's All see right. what happens a message you know saying like okay uh i'm i'm, I'm gonna try and explain this to you as simply as i could uh, for obvious reasons i don't consider you a sibling you know for reasons beyond what the paternity test said uh and i think that it's really weird that you still refer to me as your brother after everything that happened between us and you really have to learn to stop saying crazy shit on facebook wow that's kind of a heart to heart he, just really, he ain't yeah. heavy. He's my brother. <laughs> Jesus, did you have yeah. to be that harsh on her? Just tore he apart her reality. Yeah. I guess. I mean, maybe that's what she needs. That's, that's what she needs yeah. there, you know? Goodbye. And then I, like, unfriended her and everything, and I Ooh. haven't spoken with her since. Wow. And then even my... Uh... Well, now you're definitely not going to get laid again. No. So you just burn that bridge. You're definitely going to not get invited to play Farmville. I don't even know what people do. I have <laughs> it called Farmville. It doesn't used to be called that thing. You know what it was? Farmville? I don't remember. I thought that was the show that John Steele did. No, that was from the film. <laughs> <laughs> um, my half brother who was in the halfway house got on there and like, like you need to leave Mike alone. What the fuck is wrong with you? You took his V card. Yeah. Re yeah, re yeah really weird. <laughs> Please tell us some more Facebook drama. 
Yeah. <laughs> you know, weird right. Arab dude, actually, I think he has called in again and he has yeah. another call we'll play, you know, sometime in the near future about a horse. But okay. uh, but this one, I don't know. I think I think there are some more sordid details you're leaving out of the story here there, Wad. Yeah, yeah. That's oh, wow, kinda... that one actually ran under the three minutes. Uh, let's see, what what else did you guys mention? Uh, fuck yeah, my dad did sell Lucy's out of the store. Uh, uh, he also sold weed out of the store. Uh, I'm pretty sure he just sold whatever, you know, he could get a good deal on. You know, I'm, I'm sure he sold some crack. Uh, had some guns in the basement that he probably shouldn't have had. But uh, keep it sick, keep it wrong. Love the show, guys. You know, it got a little bit better at the end. We started talking about the drugs that his dad sold. You ever hear that song... Ain't gonna dance with no big fat woman. <laughs> Is that by Michael Jackson? <laughs> no, I don't know. It's some like fucking blues song or something from the sixties or fifties or something. Kelly. And then but every now and then, there's like a few times where he yells out shit, but the only one I can remember is he goes, We did the dip and I broke my hip. <laughs> <laughs> we did the I don't dip. know, he mentioned the fat woman, I just started thinking thinking about that song. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, Wad. There, um, I think you uh, next time should give us some more sordid details about I don't know the the sexual liaisons you had with your with your sister. Yeah. And did you ever get caught? What type of positions did you use? Did you ever role play? Like, come on. Did you ever do yeah. like Palestinian Israeli soldier scenarios? That's all I want to I know here. I think my cousin's hiding me from her feed. You know, motherfucker. <laughs> like, come on, come on, fucking you know? Facebook drama. What the fuck is that? We want a we want a separate perspective. A separate. Right? Pers- that's what this. That's what this show's all about. A that separate is. perspective. <laughs> yeah. Uh, people call Sigmar Hotline three two three five two two four zero three two. We did get an email here that was sent to uh, Sigmar Podcast at gmail.com. This came in from Joe. Joe says, I've been listening since 2006, episode three, had just come out. I literally grew up listening to you and Wackerly. I'm sad I've never got to meet you guys yet. I'm not a drinker, so that's probably mostly why. I don't want to shit on someone's good time or be your adult nanny. Was this guy Mrs. Doubtfire or something? Yeah. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Is that what happens when people drink? You just turn into Robin Williams uh-huh. dressed up as an older lady? Yep. Um, he says, I like weed. Well, that's cool. Good for you there. Yeah. Kudos. Anyway, thanks for the years of entertainment. If you ever have need for sick and wrong soap, I can oblige most any custom scent and color. Huh. Now that's interesting. That is sick and wrong soap. So what would it? What would it be? I don't know. Like what would the? What would good like sick and wrong soap smell like? Squeeze tampon. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> or maybe I remember the, the the slime that came with the Hordak slime pit had a very unique smell. Have a distinct odor. Yeah. I have to think of uh, a good mm. custom scent for the sick and wrong uh, sick and wrong soap. But I might take him up on this. Right. Yeah, we got to come up with something good. I don't know. Um, Lou Reed's Jizzy Jake's felt. car or something. Yeah, Jizzy you know? Jake's car. Yeah. <laughs> soap. Um, Schlitzy's taint. 
Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what that would be. He says, I'd prefer to stay clear of shit smell because you never get it through postal. It's that bad. Mm. What do you, what do you mean? Like you can't mail it? Yeah. You can't mail shit flavored soap. <laughs> well, if you wrap it up, how would anyone you know? know? Just, you know, it's just like, like I say in the, the title of my, uh, 1996 comedy album. <laughs> <laughs> What about like barf? Can you make like barf soap? Yeah, I'm sure you can. Yeah, we'll we'll see. I'll have to come up with a custom scent. He says, take care, D, and suck a dick, Harrison. I'm I'm joking, but who is a new guy? Old joke. Yeah, I I, I don't know. I think he's just making a reference. Like, remember like fucking three years ago because you've been doing the show that long? People used to be like, who's a new guy? Oh, I see. Yeah, it's mm. he's long past new guy here. Sure. New guy status. Uh, but thank you there, Joe. Um, we might take you up on that soap offer. Sick and wrong soap. He's really one of these know. guys that still, that still is like, bring back Wackerly or something. <laughs> what, what is he, Amish? Look, if you, could, if you could convince him to come back, I'll fucking step, to, you know, convince him. <laughs> Who wants Wackerly back? That guy was like one of the. He was one of the most difficult people to work with. There's no way. Yeah, I mean, you probably don't want him back, but yeah. there's no way Wackerly would do the show. You don't understand. Me and Harrison, it's like five hours, isn't it? It's like, it's like an extra work day. Yeah, it fucking. It's not just because we do the Patreon shit and the outtakes yeah. and all that, and then the whole show. It's like from Sunday at like four, and we finish around like fucking ten almost sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Wackily would not do that, mm. so you you wouldn't have all of this. Um, but but getting back to the soap guy, what is he Amish? Like who makes soap? Um, Tyler Durden. Oh yeah, yeah. Fight yeah. Club. That's true. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, people can email the show sickandwrongpodcast at gmail dot com. Best way to support the show is by becoming a sick and wrong patron. Seriously, uh, we appreciate you supporting the show. Just go to patreon.com dot slash sick and wrong. And uh, you can check out all sorts of content. This week, I posted a Fistful of Steel, a new Fistful of Steel episode, and uh, like two sets of outtakes based on that. Um, Harrison and I did a whole series of outtakes that are coming. And then people tend to like get into the outtakes these days because it's kind of like, that's when Harrison and I just sort of shoot the shit about stuff we normally talk about, like current events and pop culture, politics. I think we were talking about like the, like Marianne Williamson and uh, mm. the Dem debates and all that type of shit that we don't normally air on the show. Yeah. But it's almost like if you like Sick and Wrong that much, you get a whole extra show by uh, subscribing to, Sick, to the Patreon page. So uh, we, we appreciate the support and uh, keep it going. Patreon.com slash Sick and Wrong. Finally, here's Sick and Wrong Song of the Week was sent in from Tim on Facebook. He says, hey, D, how you been, man? Question, is it all right to send a Song of the Week as a YouTube link or does it have to be an MP3? Thanks, man. Always quality. Makes the night shifts tolerable. And I responded saying, like, you can send a YouTube link. It doesn't really matter. You don't have to send an MP3. I can download it from YouTube. And so then he writes, here's my song then, The Cows. They were a legendary Minneapolis band in the late 80s, early 90s that had to be seen to be, to be believed. You ever, you ever get into that band, The Cows? No. Oh, they, were, they were like one of those, I don't know if, you, I don't know if you're ever into that, but I, I was a big fan of like those amphetamine reptile bands, like Steel Pole Bathtub, The Cows. Um, mm-hmm. 
the cows were great. They were a great like early '90s kind of well, late '80s, early '90s kind of post-punk band. But uh, this this song here, they uh, they they took the uh, Johnny Kid and the Pirate song, shaking all over, and turned it into a romantic ode to getting pegged. He dedicates this one to Boner Villain. So the song's called Shaken. It's by the Cows. And it's from the album uh, Daddy Has a Tail, 1989. My favorite uh, uh, album from them was uh, Cunning Stunts. Cunning mm-hmm. Stunts is a great one. Also, Peastica is a good album by them, too. Uh, but we're going to end the show here with Shaken, dedicated to Boner Villain from Tim. Thank you, Tim, for sending that in. Uh, people will be back next week with uh, episode 700. Uh, Harrison, good luck in, uh, in, with your European adventure. Thank you. I hope you come back in one piece. You don't uh, stay in Malta forever mm. and uh, become Popeye. That's, that's right. I'm hoping that doesn't happen. Uh, but we will be back next week with episode 700. Until then, take a sleazy. ever have a need for sick and wrong soap i can oblige most any custom scent Hmm. should we do that
Yeah, we should do that. All right. Yeah, maybe we should. Epic <laughs> farters smegma or something, you know? <laughs> Epic farters smegma soap. I don't even know what smegma would smell like. I imagine smegma would probably smell like when you have a fucking stretched out, you know, gauged ear. I, or like that. toe jam. I toe jam, yeah. 